Tangent Egg Podcast is aimed at a mature audience. It contains themes that are not appropriate for all listeners. Listener discretion is advised. Welcome to the Tangenetic Podcast for this week. It's your host, Seth, and I'm here with Ben and Swoosh, like normal. So, hi, hey guys. Hello. Right, so, uh, to kick things off this week, because apparently, somehow, neither of these two heard about it, uh, let's talk about what happened in the Italian parliament. <laughs> so I'm really hoping um, this is like uh, the, uh, what is it, the Philippines parliament? They start fist fighting. Someone got punched. It isn't but it's probably responsible for something that you have seen. Ooh. Now, I know both of you, well, I know Swoosh looks at a lot of art blogs and things, I don't know so much about Ben, but if you've seen a bunch of pictures of Tifa from Final Fantasy VII with an Italian flag. I have. Oh, I do know what I this do. is. Yes. That's what so, it was. Yeah, so what happened is there was a Zoom call for the Italian parliament Someone zoom bombed it and played pornography, uh, pornographic video of Tifa into the Zoom call for the Italian Parliament. It's amazing. I heard. Uh, although it reminds me of um, years and years ago, back when uh, Free Day TV was still a thing. Uh, someone messed up at ten, like Channel Ten, and played hardcore pornography instead of Play School. <laughs> and that was like a, one of the murder court cases in the US recently. It was digital, yeah. and then they spammed it with porn as well. <laughs> uh, it's like, come on, guys. At this point, have you not figured out that Zoom is like the least secure way you can do a phone call? Oh, God. Just <laughs> but well that is done. why there is so much of like non-pornographic images of Tifa with an Italian flag. I started seeing that happen a lot. I'm like, what the hell? Did something special get released in a, in Italy? And then I found this article and I'm just like, ah, oh, that is great. That is freaking I, amazing. I was wondering why that kept popping up in my, because uh, I go hunting for memes constantly because I am just a living meme person. Uh, and I kept wondering, why is there just so much Tifa around lately? I enjoyed the game, but it's been a while since it was released. Why is that popping up again? And then, <laughs> yeah, why. that makes sense. Old memes yeah, coming back. <laughs> If you had to the pick a, you know. if you had to sort of describe verbally your your meme of the week, Seth, what what would it what would it look like to our listeners? Well, it would be Jerry asking Kramer a question, something weird, and then Kramer responding about it. I have <laughs> enjoyed that, that format is so good right now. Oh, it's a, my favorite is the witness me one. Yes, yes. Ah. Uh, What's going on over uh, there? Just cuts the sandstorm, goes back. Jerry's got the, the silver on the face. Witness me, Jerry. <laughs> it's so good. It's like the best format right now. I don't know why it makes me laugh so much. We will hit saturation point in about three days, and that's when it'll finally die. But I'm going to enjoy the next three days of Kramer. Oh, business. yeah. No, they're, they're freaking mint right now. Mine, my favorite one I saw earlier in the week was, um, it, it's explicit, but it's, uh, a girl going down on a guy uh, with with fisheye lens, close up fisheye lens, and the only thing that's in the lyrics or the sorry the the common what, what are they called subtitles? Yeah, subtitles. subtitles? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is uh, is from when Dory was like, "Do ya, do ya, do ya." It's so simple, but great. It is. Like, memes. Uh, some of the best jokes are. Memes just make uh, so many people have, like, they just light up our, our day. That's why I enjoy our group chat of just constant memes. It, it really does turn you around from the worst days. 
Yeah, it's something how stressful a day can get. It's just occasionally memes popping up. It's like, ah, this is good. I can keep surviving and not murder someone at work now. This is there, good. There is something nice about hearing the little ding and knowing that there's memes waiting for my lunch break. <laughs> yeah. It's pretty much the only message group I have notifications on for. I know. Yeah, right. same, actually. I think it's the only group chat I have notifications on. <laughs> um, well, there's, but yeah, no. There's one I'm in called so, Death, right? And uh, mm. I met a guy in London when I was over in London and I saw him playing on a Switch. So I'm like, all right, I can kick up a conversation with this guy. It's six hours to my flight. Uh, it turns out he... Long story short, he took your kidney. It was a, it was yeah, a fun time for him. Yeah, he took the other one. So I'm, I'm currently kidneyless. I'm disappointed. That one was promised <laughs> for me. But no, he, um, he has this group <laughs> chat and he adds randoms that he meets around the world to this group chat and it's called Death. Uh, and the memes in there are like next level gore memes. Like, oh uh, Jesus! But I have a okay. dark sense of humor, but I can't deal with gore. Well, whereas like, mm. if you look at Seth, Seth, you can tell Seth plays gore games and he loves it. Shh, don't tell people. <laughs> <laughs> I have to keep this like rotund, happy guy persona. They can't know. But you're not just goth Santa? Oh, look, dude, you know I won't fit into those goddamn black skinny jeans they wear. Yeah, true. So Although like, now I really do kind of... Like, if it was not blazing hot in freaking Australia, I would do goth Santa at Christmas. I would do that. What? I mean, goth Santa is just Krampus, I guess, but... What are we getting for Christmas, goth Santa? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Oh, God. You have been good child, therefore I only beat you with Switch four times. <laughs> I give you five <laughs> minutes of battery life. That is all you get. <laughs> oh, God uh, damn. Oh, wow. This right. is why we can't so, have nice things. This is why the explicit so, thing is ticked. Yes. Yeah, pretty much. So, Ben, I did have a question for you. And I know we're getting dangerously consistent talking about this and i swear it's probably going to be the last time we talk about it for a while but i feel like we need to since you've been playing an absolute crud ton of temtem oh uh, yes, yes me and Tim swish Tim. have only played it reasonably casually you seem to have fallen wicked hard look i, I had taken down the second dojo like as of yesterday and you're so far ahead it's like what have you done i'm up to the tournament at the end of the game now yeah i um oh yes nice. i it's been you're going to hear a siren in the background, and I swear I'm not being raided by the FBI. Um, it's, it's just the guys with the snuggly coat. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so uh, Temtem, I guess, I had time to play some games, uh, finally. Like, I've always wanted to play... I, just wanted, I was looking for a game like this where I could just sit down and play it. Uh, so in the past four days, I've played 53 hours of this game. Fuck, dude! I'd say uh, 10 hours of that of me leaving it open overnight, uh, so that probably doesn't help my case, but... It looks like I've been playing a lot of it, and I'm enjoying it. I am enjoying it. Um, it's it's got a different type of XP. It's got a different type of. It's got a different type of everything. The stamina system is really fun. It took me a while to get used to, um, but I quite like it. The only issue I have with that stamina system is that the wild temtems I keep trying to catch end up killing themselves. <laughs> So, oh, I'll yeah. catch this next turn. It'd be great. It's on low health. It's in the red. And then it attacks me and just knocks itself out. Like, it took me half an hour to find you. 
Thank you for that. That's something I do. Yeah, <laughs> something I don't like. Right, is you know you're gonna you're gonna be up against a typecast, so you chuck up a counter, being like, "Oh, I got this. I got this in the bag," and then it'll be like times two or times four, and then the health bar will barely move. You're like, "What? Why?" The one that that messed me up is the uh, electric um, water type that heals itself from electric. So I've been conditioned that water is weak to electric. So I've shocked this thing like, when it's at halfway health and suddenly it's back up to full. I'm like, well, that was unexpected. Uh, I now have to reevaluate everything. I, I did enjoy that. Like, I enjoyed the few abilities that I, I, I guess I was surprised by along the time. Like um, when, you, when Nestler or something gets attacked by an electric type, it gains health. It just regenerates yeah. its health. Mm. Uh, yeah, I, I like that. That's something, um, that's something Pokemon didn't really do a good job of. So I see a lot of, uh, I see a lot of co- uh, pros in there that Pokemon could really take out of to improve their game. But uh, as far as I'm concerned, Temtem's looking good. And when it is at 1.0, I, I would happily account cross to the Switch. Yeah. I, it's actually the place I was most interested to play the game was when it finally got its 1.0 and we got the Switch release. Because then it's like, I can go play it on the move. And I can play it with friends and we can trade it like breakfast or something. It, yes, that is where I want to absolutely play that game. But I've had a lot of fun playing it on my PC. And I mean, like I watched you do the do the raid last night. And that was that was intense. Although you got a god run and goddamn yeah. destroyed the final boss. That was the fourth <laughs> the fourth try of the Taranak raid, man. That was yeah. So three fails, and then that fourth one was just a dream raid. But it was it was amazing. And I finally have him. He's uh, he's got his coward's cloak on, so he's getting all the XP from everything else. <laughs> he's growing like a I good boy. I haven't looked into the raids yet. Like I forgot that they were there because my brain keeps. You're focusing on this. Ah, oh, this is just Pokemon reskin, but no, there's it's an MMO function here. There's raids and things to do. Um, I need it's to look into that at some the, point. They put the all the Mystic Tem. I think the Mystic Temtem. No, oh, so their version. Of, yeah, the yeah, mythical, mythical, mythical Temtem. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, not legendaries, guys. They are definitely yeah, not. But, I mean, it, look, it, we would have to do like a whole like twenty minute segment to explain how the raid works, but. It suffice to say, it's got a lot of repellability, and it's it's interesting. It's definitely a cool idea. The um, fact that it limits you as well, like if you want to grind that certain thing to get a one with an egg with better stats or something, you can only get one egg per week, so yeah. you have to come back. I mean, Excellent. hell, even just to get two of them to do breeding with, you can't breed. That's the, that's that's why they're they're mythical. Oh, you, can't you can't trade them. You can't sell them. You can't breed them. God damn. So you've got and the one in so one egg per week. Who's good at maths here? One egg per week. I'm not at one in ten thousand chance of being a Luma. <laughs> ten thousand weeks for you to have a one one week of that potentially getting a Luma, uh, Taranak. God damn! I mean, it's a pretty cool looking Luma too. I'm not gonna lie. But yeah, but- only one's ever been reported. Um, so. Unsurprisingly, yeah. <laughs> and that oh, one goodness. man is king of the Temtems. I'm just, I'm just really surprised, like they don't at this stage have something like the generators, like Pokemon did. Like you know, when I was um, doing that on my Switch, where you could just generate Pokemon that you like, like shiny and all that. I'm just really surprised they haven't done that for this game that has no anti-cheat system. I mean. So far, I think they're just on the honor system, and for some reason, everyone has decided, yeah, we'll, we'll stick with that. 
Because I've seen a few, I've seen a few bots over Reddit. I was doing some research, and they, yeah, there's there are people that do it. Like there's, but at the end of the day, there's no way to generate it. They use their bots to basically farm Loomers, run twenty four hours a day across three computers, and then they sell them to make money. But mm. uh, yeah, there's no actual way to. From what I've seen, there's no actual way to hack the game right now, and there's no anti cheat. So it's like it's pretty cool. It's pretty cool to play in it and know that it's really hard for a player to get the advantage. I mean, like, it, it, right now I feel it's very, really, it's a really good game that, like, no one's playing. Because I remember when you were running the raid, you were having a look at uh, how many people were playing it on Twitch. It was like nobody. And they weren't even getting good view numbers. It's just like, damn, this game is criminally underserved for how good it is at this point. I get the feeling it's the early access label that's putting people off. I get the feeling oh, once it goes 1.0... market, you're saying. Excellent. Potentially. I get the feeling when it goes 1.1, uh, 1.0, it'll, mm. it'll probably get a good spike because people will be like, oh, it's done? Cool, I'll jump in now. But now yeah. that they've but done it's... the last... Like, they've done uh, Aubrey and whatnot, like, is, is there anything else? Once you beat this... Are you now just either done with the game or are you going to be one of those players who, who farms more Temtems and gets better levels and, you know, and hunts Loomers, that type of thing? Well, I mean, there's the competitive side of it to, to look into because that's all built straight into the game. Well, it's one of the things I think is really cool. You can queue for a, a competitive battle. And while you're in the queue waiting for your, your turn at the front, you could just go play the game. Yeah. So if you were Luma hunting, you could go out and keep doing that while you queue for competitive matches to actually go up and play against people. And since it's an MMO-style thing, it's just whoever's on Temtem at the time. It's You're not limited by country or platform. It's it's really good like that. So that kind of is the one big one. And then there's the Dojo Wars, which are coming later. And I think there's a bit more multiplayer content. Basically, the the it seems from their roadmap, what they're fleshing out right now is that sort of end game, post game multiplayer mm. stuff. So that oh, you've conquered the game. Now it's about getting the right teams and farming up all the temtems and trying to get some loomers. And here's where you can show that off in competitive play and dojo wars and all this kind of stuff. It'll probably settle into the same way that most MMOs end up going, where daily quests, uh, that kind of stuff, um, different kinds of raids, and that kind of that kind of thing, until new content comes out. In which case, then that's fresh and, and keeps going. Well, uh, there's at least the one. There's one more raid to be implemented because they're at 64 of 60. Uh, they're 164 of 165 Temtems, so they haven't put mm. in the last mythic Temtem yet, which will come with its own raid. And like I said, there's a bunch of other content coming, so it's it's almost in its complete state. Although I still think it's at a good place to jump in now. So it's a really good place to jump in now because it's competitor that comes out at the end of the week uh, at <laughs> yeah, time of recording. So I, I mean, that's probably what's going to stop us talking about Temtem every goddamn week because next week it's going to be everything's Arceus. <laughs> And we've been seeing some interesting gameplay footage for that this coming w- this past week. Um, oh yeah, all the people. I just saw the items. Switches. Yeah, I just saw the uh, how items are used, and I'm actually kind of interested in that. It it seems to be very much, you know, you can catch Pokemon when they're not, not paying attention. Like I like this. I can now sneak up on Abra so it can't run away every five seconds. <laughs> Here's my question, right? Because uh, rumor has it, Seth, you will not be bringing your Switch to our breakfast. Breakfast. Mm-hmm. Is that correct, or have you decided to bring your Switch along? 
No, I probably won't because unlike the rest of you, I do do things with my weekends that uh-huh. don't do involve do. just sitting around playing games. I know it doesn't seem like that Religious. when you look at how often I'm on my computer. Yeah, that is fair. Yeah, give us one example, Seth, of what you do that's not video game related. Well, actually, like next week is particularly so. Uh, I'm going to be going and doing. Uh, I'm going to a gel blasting event on Sunday. Sick invite, swoosh. Seth. Sick what? invite. Sick job inviting swoosh, Seth. To, I, to what? I wouldn't trust Seth with a. With I've a gel got two gel blasters right next to me. Well, look, I got invited by some friends at work who started getting into it. And they, of course, want me to get into it. So they're like, oh, we're going next week. You should come, 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 come. I'm like, okay, yes, sure. We will I'll shoot our boss. <laughs> Different departments, actually. So, you know, it's, we get in yeah. department war going. It's, yeah, it's quite, Ooh. like, gel blasting is, is quite fun. It, um, I, I went, because I went with friends, and then when they stopped going, I sort of stopped going. So I haven't been for quite a while, but I I really enjoyed it. It was it's a cool form of exercise. It hurts like an absolute bitch. Um, yeah, same with paintball. Ex- yeah, so it because uh, they have modified guns. Like um, usually, three hundred uh, FPS is the limit there uh, with mm. with the overpowered guns. But some people like mine shoots at about two thirty, and even that hurts. But some people have AK forty sevens there that shoot at about three fifty, and they they're allowed to Mate. play. Yeah, my dad bought one of those to hunt scrub turkeys on the property. Um, <laughs> but honestly, all I want is uh, for the future, if Seth gets the rest of his team into it as well, just the idea of like at some point someone in sales annoys the warehousing guys and it's like, you know what this means? I'm just down. Gel blasters, 50 paces, go. <laughs> like, well, I mean, what, look, the, the group I'm going with, like there's some other friends who don't work for the company I work for anymore. But there's my department, the tech department, and the sales department are all going. So it's like, oh, this is going to turn into a departmental fight right here. Oh, yeah, definitely. Well, recently... Whoever uh, wins is king of the workplace. Recently, Shammy uh, on Facebook, you know, the, the dude who does all the shitty pranks, Shammy and Jackson Doherty mm. and all that, they played mm. Squid Game, but with gel blasters. Um, and they played it until you got to the end of that big thing that you got to run through, like red light, green light. Yeah. So they just kept shooting their friends at five meter close range with gel blasters over and over and over and over. <laughs> that just sounds painful. No, no, no. I'm not okay with that. No. Fuck off. <laughs> I hope they're at least paid well. <laughs> well, I mean, you know, this face, like, I, I don't like, like, I laugh at them, yeah, but I think, you know, I, I don't really see it as a, as something to call a profession. Um, Sure, I mean, if you, if you can make your life and make money running pranks on Facebook, do it, but I don't like yeah. it. I mean, it's been getting less and less viable because the, the whole meta isn't as big a thing as it used to be, so a lot of people don't do it as much anymore. There's only a few yeah. that really stand out, um, but yeah. And it's... they're the ones who are just grasping onto that drawing to make sure it doesn't go under. It's like, just, just let it die. Find something new to make money off, man. Exactly right. Yeah, it's it, it's cool. Like ever, it just depends. Like, what's what's next fad? What what is the next fad? And we'll never know until it shows up. That's kind of the weird thing about them, isn't it? A little bit. Anyway, so something's uh, you know, we we've been on the surface for a while. We've been on the surface for most of this podcast, but uh, it's time to head below deck. Swoosh. <laughs> yes. 
Now, we, so, we've all been watching a little bit of trash TV lately and uh, nothing cures a good day than chucking on something of people having worse days than you. Um, <laughs> and that's that's why I enjoy watching Blue Deck. Almost, well, I, I would have said more than swoosh, but the, the fact that you've been speaking about it so much lately uh, is probably showing that you enjoy it more than I do. I don't know where it came from. It just appeared on my Facebook and then I was hooked in and I was stuck. I mean, it's... That wonderful combination of trash TV, where it's these poor bastards who have to look after yachties, those hyper rich idiots uh, making those outlandish requests, uh, and just strange people in general. And then those actual people watching them have meltdowns over the dumbest thing possible. It, I don't know why I find it so interesting, but I do. It's like I, I know they're sort of paid to over dramatize things. But oh yeah, the amount that they like some of the stuff like come on guys, it's oh man, like it 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 does what it it does what it's meant to do. It makes you hate a few of the characters. It, it makes you absolutely rage at them and want them to leave the show. Uh, yeah, but others you're like oh yeah, you can you can stay, you can stay. There are some of the the clients or uh, people who are on the yacht to turn up, and I can't help but wonder how many of them are actual plants put in there just to mess with them. I maintain there was a, a chick who turned up and had a, a broom with her, this little broom that she treated like a person. And I I can't see her being real. I, she has to have been a plant. My brain won't understand it any other way. I I don't know. I, what, as in the, well, it wasn't a broom. It was a plant, Seth. Or was it a broom? It was a broom. Uh, it was an actual little, Seth, uh, little uh, straw broom. Yeah, yeah, but was it? So it wasn't a plant. It was a broom. Definitely, but, uh, but I, I thought my brain is dead. Um, now I'm questioning things. Why are you doing this? Uh, but yeah, no, I, I swear they planted that chicken. They're going, you know what? No, you just go and have fun with the staff. Go, go do crazy things in the background and we'll film it. Be fine. So uh, basically, she, so the Rachel is her name, the girl with the broom. Um, she's actually got famous from this show of her artwork oh. with brooms. Interesting. So she was a real person. I don't think the... Well, yeah, she was, but I, I don't know if the broom is as legit as we think it is. Maybe not. I still maybe have suspicions about just, that broom. Maybe it took off and she's like, you know what? I'm the broom lady now and just rolled with it. Yeah. I mean, like, uh, people people have certain fetishes and, um, I, I, you know, we've got to respect that. we respect hers. Oh, yeah, definitely. But like, sometimes you just watch it for some of the crazy stuff that happens on that. Like the woman who's really, really drunk in season eight um, and decides, I'm going to go swimming at like you know, midnight and just dives in. Uh, just eventually got kicked off the boat and then dived off the boat she was being sent away oh, yes. on. <laughs> uh, so <laughs> madness ensues. But uh, trash TV in general is a great thing to an extent. Like I remember watching years ago... Um, some of those reality TV shows like, uh, what was it? Face Off, which is a bunch of, um, what are they, visual effects artists uh, vying for a job at, I think it was Wetter or somewhere at one of the first No, ones. no, no, it wasn't. Uh, they got an intern at, it, it changed across the show. It was yeah. for the, the company that Glenn Hetrix ran. I um, cannot remember. I should remember this. It was part of my... The big thing was, but like, it was always like, you get a key, uh, cash prize and you got to go uh, get a bunch of Krylon uh, art 
Back in the old days where every reality TV show had a Kia for some reason. Like, yeah, you were a Kia! Yeah, like, the price is right. Kias? Oh, like, the price is right, all of that. You win a car like, tonight, wait. I know what type of car it is. <laughs> yeah, we've got a car coming. Is it a Kia? Does it have to be a Kia? <laughs> but yeah, it was no, a really was good a show if you've never seen it. Face Off was amazing. And there was an offshoot for it, which was a, a Jim Henson variety where they had to make puppets. And oh, uh, the drama uh, in that was amazing. Uh, what was it? The Jim Henson Creature Shop Challenge. That's the it one. It got one season, and it is criminal that it only got one season. It was <laughs> I agree. absolutely fantastic. I loved it because one of the guys on the show, like most of the people, had, like I know it sounds weird to say, but like a lot of them were professional puppet makers. And then there was this one dude who just like made him in his garage for funsies. Yeah. And I remember the first, I think it was the first episode when they're doing the, the underwater creatures, it comes up with this like completely out of the box, mad way of making mandibles. And every, and his partner's like, that's bullshit. That's wrong. It's not going to work. And yeah. it was one of the things the judges praised was these creative mandibles. And it's just, yeah, that's what happens when you get some rando on your show and he doesn't. He awesome made it pretty job. far too. Like he got into like yeah, the final five or something. Um because he just kept coming out of the box things. Um but some of them you watch and there's some people who make it through to like the last four rounds and you sit there going, How did you get this far? Like that's easy. sometimes people fuck up way worse. Yeah, true. There was one woman in like an early one for um face off. And it just, she just kept getting through by the skin of her teeth because someone else made a huge mistake or, like, or messed up. So one of the judges like, that's unforgivable. Please go away. Um, you know, please leave. The oh, industry. yeah. I remember her because like, there was one when she was like about to fail, but someone did steampunk and you don't do steampunk yeah. for Glenn Hedrick. That's just a bad yeah, idea. That, that's bad. But it reminded me so much of the, uh, the only time that Australia has won the ice skating gold medal. Um, oh, dude. Oh, yeah. The guy who <laughs> twice, twice the entire team in front of him fell down and he won the gold medal because of it. Same kind of thing. It happens. Oh, she's not going to make it. Oh, nope, the entire team's fallen down. Okay, there we go. They've won. And I mean, but, that happens on like every show. I, the I Olympics set? Show. I mean, yeah. people <laughs> failing. What is the Olympics if not the biggest reality TV show of the world? You know, he, I mean, you know, he probably came fair. home. He probably came home, and and he was like, "Did you watch the Olympics? I was in the Olympics. Oh no, I didn't watch Look, it. Oh, I won. Have I you won. seen the pictures of him? He looks so happy. <laughs> <laughs> he, he, it's the quintessential Australian face of, oh my god, I've won. <laughs> it's uh, so good. What? How? Dude is freaking amazing. The show, another, um, another show that I once uh, swooshed to add to his list. Uh, it's called Just Tattoo of Us. Now, Just Tattoo oh, of God, Us is where oh. two friends or a couple or, you know, two people that know each other will go and agree to get tattoos, like their own tattoo choice on each other. Um, oh, I'm loving this already. And they'll come out with glasses on so they can't see anything and then they'll take off the glasses and reveal the tattoo. Um, and a lot, a lot oh, of it is, God. of course, it's never a good thing, right? It's a, a cheated couple where he does like he doesn't know that she knows that he, he's cheated on her, so she she lets him find out by tattooing something on him, and and yeah. Oh, that's a that's amazing. Well, now I definitely have to watch it because that just oh, sounds dude, horribly trashy. The the one I remember most is it, it's it's two girls they they go on the show, and the 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 thing gets done, and it gets revealed on on one of them, and. It's a very broad description here, Seth. 
give me a minute. <laughs> and and the whole idea is that it's the two of them in in stripper gear and one guy because the girl one time had a threesome with this other girl and she wants them to be a thruple. <laughs> so she got this tattooed and it, it I think it says something like, you know, um it's, it's like, you know, want to be a thruple is around it or something like that. She basically tattoos her request that they become a thruple on this girl. And she's like, nah, bitch. Wow. That was a one-time deal. That's no. That's a fun way to lose a friendship on national TV. Uh, it's so cringy, man. Like, I can't describe how much it is when this girl realizes what she did. And it, oh, it freaking nukes that relationship so hard. It, it's it's insane. Yeah, but with the idea of cringe just in general, I don't know why I find that stuff so interesting because cringy things are, you know, by, by definition, cringy. But it's the weird shit because we come from nerd culture. We are from that timeline when nerds weren't cool. Like, all of us grew up getting, you know, hunted essentially for our our love of pop culture um in most cases but then you see the the basement dwellers on the internet it's like ah i see why i was made fun of now this all makes sense mm. like some of the stuff that pops up just cringeworthy and i think that's why i enjoy this reality tv so much is just watching someone else have a horrible time whilst i cringe over things i've thought about you know 10 years ago lying awake at night staring at the ceiling I mean, a lot of it is, let's face it, I know a lot of people won't admit it, but I feel like a lot more people than than do are powered by schadenfreude. Oh, yeah, definitely. Like, it, 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 until you said this last week, Switchly, until you said, hey, I've been watching Below Deck, I would have never thought, like, it, it's still that way in society, sort of, where a guy, a male, you know, can, gets embarrassed about going to another male going, I watch trash TV. Whereas females will all the time be like, yeah, have you watched Keeping Up with the Kardashians? Like, I still maintain everything I've learned about Kardashians is entirely against my will. Yeah, no, I'm <laughs> going to side with Swoosh on that one. So I, the only things I know is because uh, she needs to rant about it to someone, and I think I'm the only one who will listen to her on that topic uh, forcefully, like you said, against my will. Travis, you're in the okay, Ben, Ben. It's you, like you, unconsented you reality. If Keith is making you watch Kardashian stuff, we can get you out of there. There are safe spaces for you. My safe word is is potato. Did did he say potato or just telling us it's potato? Could it be worse? It's worse. Keith, do you want some some potatoes? We have to save him from Keith. (laughs) Yeah, done. Yeah, roast potatoes? Okay. It's one of those things, I understand what you're saying there, because it's definitely a, a thing, like, I don't like a lot of trash TV, some of it I can't watch, even the cringe factor for me isn't, is too high, it's like, nope, don't want to deal with that, like, I cannot watch Married at First Sight, I tried, it's, <laughs> no, no, never so, again. So, on that, right, we, we've never watched it either, um, but it, apparently this new season is, is worth watching, um, no idea why, because they they try to hype up every single season. But apparently this one is really worth watching. The only way I have watched anything to do with maths is because of one YouTuber reviewing it. Oh, yeah. No, everyone watches that guy. Yeah. What about, like, his, his, 
Be- His breakdowns are great. What about Beauty and the Geek, right? Do any of you guys get pissed off when the geeks get mistreated? I have never seen. Geeks are always mistreated, um, but I, I watched that first, the first series for it, and they, I knew they were going to get basement dwellers on. Like it was always going to happen. There was a couple there you see, and it's like you are brought on here just to make us look bad. Well, thank you very much for that. But sometimes they bring it on themselves by being actual dicks. And it's like neat. I am okay with you being treated like trash at this point because you have given everyone who likes the things you like a bad name. There is, uh, yeah, I don't think they can help it though because it's probably, it's probably A, the first time they've ever been on TV, B, the first time they've ever mm. dealt with a, a female close to them for that long. So they've, their only personality they know for the people who bring that show uh, that they are basically, all, all the conversations they have every single day are probably with their mum. No, you're not wrong there. Like, it's a thing. Um, I, I'm not used to talking to most women because I used to be a much, much larger person. Uh, and now I'm not. So now I get talked to a lot more by random people, uh, and I'm not used to that. So it kind of, I'm just sitting there going, what do you want? What, what, like, do you need something? It's like, no, I just want to talk to you. Like, that doesn't make sense. What do you want? <laughs> and you get stuck in that loop. It's hard to break out of that. Um, but I remember watching that first season, getting halfway through it, and there was one guy on there that was just a massive misogynistic prick to every chick on there. I'm like, mate, just... Stop, please. Yeah. Go back into your shell. Yeah, go back to the basement. It's fine. You're yeah. not happy out here. You can go back where you came from. It's okay. Just admit defeat and walk off the show. You can do that. Uh, no. So I was telling you guys at breakfast the other day, uh, the the guys from Beauty and the Geek, like the directors, the talent scouts, they came into Good Games, uh, Good Games Spring Hill. Oh, yeah, yeah the one... Um, Near my place. Yeah, I play Pokemon there uh, most Tuesdays, uh, actually. Yeah. We'll charge them for, for this advertisement later on. But they... Uh, <laughs> we'll <laughs> the, the door and the pass money! <laughs> Who are you? Be, How'd you get in? The following name will be blurred out unless we're paid a certain monetary amount of value. <laughs> but, yeah, uh, so... The, the, they walked into that place, took a look around, like, yeah, nah, nah. Like, it's turned around again. Yeah, I mean, the fact that a few of our friends go there and... I, I got really into playing Pokemon cards there anyway, but that's for another episode. Um, but yeah, the talent scouts from Beauty and the Geek went there and uh, a few of our friends we were like, come on, you got to go on it. But I mean, they, they're they such nice and shy people that straight away they were like, I'm just going to hide in my shell right here. You are not going to talk to me. You're not from a TV show. You do not exist. Well, to be honest, they're not the people they want uh, on a TV show in most cases. They might want one or two shy ones to try and do the whole, oh, we're breaking them out of their shell thing. Yeah. But more often than not, it's the same kind of um, process they had for Big Brother and that kind of stuff. Like, we find the people who are going to cause the most drama in this place. Let's do that. And, you know, they want ratings, of course. So they find the weirdest, worst people they can with a couple of smatterings of nice people and force them together. Hmm. I guess on the like last... Some of the beauties on that were the same. Like, some of the beauties were the stereotypical, I'm a model and I want everyone's below me. It's like, neat, I don't like you, goodbye. But I guess on the last touch of uh, Trash TV, something we watch we watch weekly now is um, uh, I'm a Celebrity, Get Me Out of Here. And it's the one of the only shows that I'll watch on public TV these days that's not on a streaming service that we have 50 million subscriptions to. Um, it's basically where they dump 12 to 15 celebrities in a jungle with very limited help or care, and they have to compete in daily trials that both trigger all their phobias and fears, 
to gain meals for the camp. To be fair, I feel that the word celebrity should be in very large quotation marks. Yeah, I did as well. Um, I know two of the people that were on the recent one, and that's because they're a footy player and a rugby player. But I yeah. know absolutely How no do you else. know them? You're a nerd. Yeah, look, I, I'm, I was one of those nerds in school that played sport. Ah, um, uh, fair. Sport at school and then came home and got straight on Call of Duty. That was pretty much my upbringing. You, you were hiding in plain sight. I just hid in the library. Uh, this, <laughs> then, I, then I learned how to drink, and then I made friends. But, yeah, I know. Yeah. What about you, Seth? Uh, how, what type of geek were you growing up? Oh, absolutely. Give me books. Yeah? Fucking chill out in the library, play D&D type. Uh, absolutely. The thing I figured out how to do, uh, and I can't really do it anymore, is I got really good at... Um, uh, we used to play. Po- we used to get the Connect Four sets out of the library. Use them as poker chips. I oh, used to be out of rig uh, a poker game, so I always had certain hands. And yeah, that was my thing. And so you wanted to count like, cards? No, I could. No, it wasn't counting cards. I would uh, deal the deck so that I could have hands I wanted. Oh. I got really good at doing the 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 different ways you can cut the decks. So you know where all the cards are, and then spool it out in a certain way so you always get what you're looking for and yeah i used to be able to do that and then people would like once people figured out what i was doing that i was never allowed to deal the deck again shock horror on that one who'd have thought but, uh, yeah no i'm absolutely the i read way too many books played all the video games i mean i really haven't changed <laughs> so i think yeah i think from when i was probably 12 years old until now i have not read one book what the fuck, bro? That I just think, makes me sad. I think due to, I guess, I, I know you ever, like, we have, we all have ADHD, but it, I guess it affects us in different ways. Uh, I could, I could never, even with other, other things going on, like music, stuff like that, I could never sit down and actually pay attention to read a book. So I've always been about TVs and movies. Um, even mm-hmm. audio books okay. didn't do it for me because I'd tune out and then all of a sudden I've missed like three chapters because I'm doing something else. Yeah, that makes sense. But movies and TV shows, like, I can sit there, I can watch them, and I actually soak up the information. I think you need the extra medium. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For it's me, not just um, audio, it's visual and audio. I think that's yeah. probably what's locking you down. Yeah. Like, learning, learning like I can strategy. read a book, and I'll sit there for, like, three uh, three hours reading the same chapter over and over again because I keep phasing out, but still somehow reading. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, I've done that numerous times. Like learn, even learning for me, learning in schools is practical. I have to do it. I, like I'm not going to sit here and watch you sh- like go through it on the screen. I'm not going to look that. Mm. I'm not going to read it. I'm going to do it. Yeah, no, I was much the same. It's why I did not do well in high school. I uh, did atrociously. It's yeah, it's ridiculous. It's who, great. Whoever thinks that X is somehow in a mathematical formula needs to go and rethink their lives. Whoever took math and put the alphabet in there should be shot. Yes. <laughs> who looked Alex at math and thought you know what this needs letters <laughs> so um, being ADHD of course uh, touching that again I've completely forgotten about what we talked about last week but did I mention about my property dilemma no uh, we, we forgot about we, that we were gonna touch on it but then we thought we'll hold on to it so we can get a more full story because you were that's, like hot in the middle of it last time that's a really nice way of saying we got distracted by something shiny Yes, yes. 
Because I, I remember we've spoken about it twice, and I think both times it's been before the podcast. Yeah. yeah. But so, now we have more information to draw upon. Yes, yeah, so. Things have happened. We've got some bad news and good news. Uh, we'll start with the bad news. So uh, I was meant, we sold my apartment, of course. We were moving to, uh, we signed a lease for another property. Uh, when we got to the property, they gave us keys for a different property, and they leased out the property that we got approved for. Yeah. That is the uh, ultimate dick move. I've told that story to four other real estate agents and all of them have gone, what the fuck? On the plus side, you dodged a bullet by not having to deal with that real estate agent. I feel like it would have gone downhill, yeah. I feel like we've had a... Like, she thanked us multiple times for being so easy to deal with, but I'm like, you guys were not easy to deal with. Yeah. Mm. You were so easy to deal with. You even threatened to sue us once. Happens so often. So uh, yeah, we were, so three weeks after we've settled my apartment, we were, we've discussed with the owner that we can stay here a bit longer just so we can find a place. And uh, literally, as of ten minutes ago, we now have a new place. Oh really? Yay! Hell yeah! That's uh, the That's one we great. wanted as well. So it's quite nice. It's uh, quite local, um, and, and yeah, very keen, very keen to uh, live above multiple restaurants and cafes in Milton. It <laughs> is good not to be homeless, and we can walk to breakfast every Saturday. Hell yeah. Get that little bit of exercise you and Keith aren't getting. Yeah. <laughs> our our assistant in the background just decided to ask if you're calling uh, calling her fat. No, I he's not saying it. <laughs> Stop doing this switch. You're going to get me in trouble with Keith. We, we don't want assistant Keith. Involved. To be fair, uh, Keith has to get past my place to get to you, so she'll uh, they'll just destroy me first. I'm the early warning detective system. So <laughs> no, no, I'm just going to be. If sitting I go at quiet, breakfast, run. Are you the? Ho- I'm just going to be sitting at breakfast, and then I'm just going to get breakfast to the back of the head. You're the hormone detective, Swish. Yeah, and you know it's even it's going to be even more deadly if it's silent. Goddamn, Keith can't be silent. What are you talking about? Well, that must mean she's really mad if she somehow sneaks up on you and you don't realize that she's there because she's silent. Actually, you yeah, know you're going to die. That, that is a good point. Yeah, we're, If we're, Keith we're, goes quiet, we do have to panic. That, that's, that, that, that's hit the fallout shelter. Maybe we'll live. And I say maybe. Well, the maybe. only thing that actually stopped Keith... I mean, she just did interrupt our podcast. How rude. But the only thing <laughs> that usually stops her is us server muting her in the Discord during this recording. That is true. So... Th- Thank you to Overlord Seth for uh, taking care of us today and making sure that we are safe. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> Fuck. I... <laughs> Before he starts oh, hunting us for sport... I, uh... I'm not going to make it past next breakfast. I'm fucked. <laughs> and next week will oh, be only two angry messages coming for us. Only oh, two yes. Aussie dudes next week talking about geek shit. <laughs> it'll, it'll just be me and Ben sitting here going, uh, we have sad news today. Uh, Seth is no more. Uh, we only found his pinky toe. On the upside, <laughs> we've uh, acquired his copy of Arceus and are giving it away. <laughs> but his breakfast plate was somehow still fully eaten. Yes. Oh, look, death ain't stopping me eating breakfast. And everyone else's plates. <laughs> so you just become like Slimer from Ghostbusters. Yes, yes, no, absolutely. I feel like that would be you as a ghost. Yes, it would, absolutely. <laughs> I would probably be... I mean, come on, I get to just randomly cover people in goo and eat anything I want. I mean, what more do you want in an afterlife? Sounds I'd like rather a... come back as a gremlin. Sounds That's like a great. good time on a casting couch. Yeah, yeah, but 
you just want to go around and cause havoc and then swim in a pool so you can cause more havoc. I'd probably I'd be, be the worst buff. villain. I would probably be giant stay buff. <laughs> the original. That would be a terrifying thought. Just you'd like I can just see you being the stay buff crumping down the street for some reason. Like it's <laughs> 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 great. Uh Seth's broken. Oh, I am not going to be able to unsee that. <laughs> You're welcome. I mean, if you had to choose oh, a villain, God. right? If you had to choose a villain uh, to walk down and dominate a city, uh, I mean, first thing that comes to mind is like Godzilla, King Kong, but I would probably be Stay Puff. No, no, the, the Godzilla and Stay Puff are, are fine for like mass damage and everything, but just a couple of well-placed missiles and down goes Stay Puffed. Um, but honestly, I mentioned it before, Gremlins. Just release them into the sewer system and wait. If all it takes is a drop of water to have them, like, just exponentially grow, you could take over a city pretty quick. That's fair. Yeah. yeah. And just, food. Like, there's an unlimited source yeah. of food. There's McDonald's on every single street. Exactly. Just dump them down. So, actually, I've always wondered about that. When is it safe to feed a gremlin again? Like, to feed a, a mogwai? Is it after midnight oh. or is it... No, 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 you no, can't feed them after midnight. Yeah, right. But when yeah. can you safely feed them again? Yeah. And they mentioned that in the second movie. Uh, at one point, they, they start getting really meta in a control room. And the second some guy brings that up, um, he gets attacked by a gremlin. And I love that little snarky thing from the writers. That was my favorite thing in that movie. I would probably I mean, say 6.30 in the morning because that's when McDonald's breakfast used to start. And I'd say they based that in the gremlins movie pretty accurately. <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> Yeah, uh, when 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 we eat, when can the gremlins eat again? When can we order Macca's breakfast? Yeah, <laughs> we're asking the important questions here. You're just in drive-through with gremlins behind you. Give me my hash browns, us, oh, sir. <laughs> Ten minutes, please. Fuck you! They're hungry. <laughs> the gremlins are coming. Oh, but yeah, no, that that would be my pick. If I could actually just alter the question, if you could unleash any villain onto like an unsuspecting city what would you use you know mine but what would be yours that's a great question and that requires yeah. that requires a lot of thought mm-hmm. i want to hear from you if we, uh, it's the third like fourth podcast we have no audience but people please tell me your villains yeah you know what? Comment, <laughs> we'll, we'll post this on we'll post this question on facebook uh, the day that we're making this public on spotify uh, which I mean, we spoke about Arceus being released next week, so you know that we're recording things because uh, right now it'd be two weeks after the, the Arceus release. Yeah. So, so yeah, tell us on you know, tell us on Facebook what how would you release like what villain first, and how would you release them to wreak havoc upon a city? Ooh, the how's a good bit. And you know what? Yeah. What you know, city? If you release the the gremlins in a dry space, that are really not that dangerous. Pretty much. That's why you. Re- I release them in a sewer with a time-release uh, picnic basket, so that it only opens after midnight. That's what I would do. That's that's my. I'm releasing a thing upon you. I would probably. Also, I'm release picnic bag. I would probably release Venom, and I would probably release him in a mud spa so that he's completely camouflaged. <laughs> nice. <laughs> with all the world leaders in the mud spa. See, the problem is. All I can imagine is like, like current movie Venom, just like <laughs> yeah. with the towel around his head and one around his waist, just kicking back in the mud bath. <laughs> Pretty much, just sipping my ties because fuck it. Yeah, <laughs> oh, that would be great. Well, what about you, Seth? What what uh, what 
what uh, villain would you release and how? I think I know which one it is. Ben. Oh, no. Which one do I have tattooed down my arm? Yeah, that's fair. I, you would release plenty of xenomorphs. Yes, yes, it would. All right, but how would you release them? That's what we want to know in this case. And what city? Where are you putting the egg? It's time for a Seth rant, and here's Seth. I feel that... Hmm, okay. Location is, is incredibly important because it needs... Does Seth, uh, does Seth need think time on this? No, no, look... My first He's been plotting this for years. <laughs> Look, He's man, just trying to find the binder at this point full of the plan. <laughs> Look, it all comes down to how many eggs you get to have. If it's just one, then you have to optimize everything about it. At which point, right. like I've an animal you. rescue shelter would be very good because <laughs> you can get at least one human for the face hug and then you've got small animals for the chest burster, which are a key part of its growth cycle. I have an idea. I have. I am a massive D and D nerd, so I'm just surrounded by dice currently. Uh, how about I roll a D six, and that's your starting egg count. All right. <laughs> All right. Let's do this. I feel like we <laughs> we're going to go overtime today, ladies and gentlemen. But that's okay because we're rolling a D six. Congratulations! You got six. Okay, so you got a couple. <laughs> that's good because now you now you want to go. You you need to get some volume going. So. You could still choose a someone with a ready food supply for the second stage is generally preferable. But if I've got six eggs and I can have some fun with it, I want a zoo. <laughs> you want a zoo? Yes. I mean, the xenomorph changes depending on what it pops out of, so that could cause some interest. Oh, xenomorph kangaroo. Xenomorph elephant. Whoa, you know what? I was, be fun. You know what just came to my head? And hear me out here. Mm. Aliens versus Jurassic World. Then we just get alien it? dinosaurs. Yes. We're gonna get the Xeno Rex. Yes. yes. I mean, they tried that last time, but <laughs> but then if we do that, we don't get Dino Riders. You get Xeno Riders. Xeno Riders would be pretty awesome. I feel like you'd still get Dino Riders, but instead of fighting some weird uh, side organization to be against the Xenosaurs. Do you think the dinosaurs would join the aliens, or do you think they would try and dominate each other to be with the one species? Wait, I just said the same thing twice. Given that the Xenos are going to non-consensually make more of themselves out of you, I don't think you're going to get a lot of choice. Do you th- yeah, good point. Do you think it would be like a three-way war between aliens, dinosaurs, and humans, or do you think that it? it I would think be- no. I'm pretty sure humans would be hiding somewhere. <laughs> humans would tame the dinosaurs, strap lasers to them, and then fight them. I yeah. feel like Arnold Schwarzenegger would show up and be a crucial role in this. Yeah, yeah. I feel. Like I maintain if that any actual now. alien invasion happened, we would look to Arnold Schwarzenegger as a leader. And Chuck Norris. Like, uh, yeah, true. Pretty much the Expendables Pain. cast at this point. <laughs> we, we look to the actors, all of them panic. Like, um, ah. <laughs> but anyway, so, so, so you're six eggs, you've chosen a zoo. Uh, that's because I get a lot of choice on what I put the egg next to. Mm-hmm. I can get humans from keepers, I can choose large predatory animals, I can choose something a little less uh, obvious, less 
aggressive animals to hide it, create a more breed stock. Uh, I've got options. That's why I wanted a zoo. I mean, mm. I know most people are going to be like, oh, choose something like a hospital, a nice ready supply of humans, but then you just get drones. Yeah. Go for variety. That's how you make the most of that. You, you get a couple of different size animals, you get a couple of different types of, of aliens. Since I'm working with expanded ex, uh, expanded aliens war, so a, a source creature results in different options. Hmm. If you're just going with generic straight up aliens law, then I need humans, at which point I'm probably going to go find a coma ward. Yeah, as well as things. No as one's well, fighting back. Yeah, it's one of those things as well where it's the um, all you need is one to get away and it is still an infestation. It keeps going. Same with like gremlins. The second one escapes, it can start all over again. Again, yep. just, you have to exterminate every one of them. Mm. I mean, the most realistic thing I see happening, especially like these are all outbreaks, outbreaks and outbreaks and outbreaks to take over. And the one thing I actually see, like I, I am almost convinced we will see this in our lifetime is some form of zombie-like thing happening. Well, there's already a fungus that does zombies-like-esque things. There's that. Oh, you mean the cordyceps? Yeah, guaranteed someone's trying to make that into a biological weapon. I mean, that was the entire plot of the Last of Us game. Yeah. And there's that there's that thing in the in the UK they had two years ago and it was a drug that made people crave human flesh. <laughs> so they had people me, they yeah. had people just jumping on people on the streets, just eating like biting them, ripping flesh off each other. You sure that wasn't and the bath salts thing? No, 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 no. It was an actual. No, this was drug. something that came out after bath yeah. salts because oh, everyone okay. came going, No, it's just okay. bath salts and then it got worse. Okay, um, I knew about that one. Uh, of yeah. course it, they didn't then turn into flesh eating humans, uh, unfortunately. For us watching at home, but they, um, yeah. I wouldn't say unfortunately. We've already flubbed an apocalypse <laughs> yeah. on easy mode. Like, yeah. A zombie apocalypse now would just be terrifying. We would actually be destroyed. With, there'd be people out in the streets trying to hug them better. Like, guaranteed. <laughs> then there'd be the, like, the non zombie no... zombies that identify yeah. as zombies. Pretty much, there'd be a, a, a help group going, no, no, they're just people. They're just misunderstood. Guaranteed. I, I have no faith left back in humanity anymore. That someone's actually no. Someone would have watched. Um, was it Warm Blooded? The the zombie romance thing. Oh no! It's affection. Affection brings them back. <laughs> Such a dumb movie. <laughs> it was a horrible movie. It caused me physical pain. I will never forgive that movie. But yeah, no. Like zombies at this point, humanity's doomed. Uh, we can't even stop the cold. Uh, how are we going to go against zombies? It, poorly. That's how we're going to go. I know Seth has Seth has pretty much a book for everything. Does he have a book of his of his zombie survival plan? There is a book called the Zombies uh, Survival Guide, and it is great. I have a it copy. It's hidden somewhere. Um, he, the guy's also written uh, a few more. There's currently a Kickstarter out for how to survive four apocalypses, one of which is a pandemic, and there's a zombie invasion one. The other is Mad Max style gas shortage. Uh, so the guy has done his research. Is the zombie survival guide something you, you would actually look to in the account of a zombie apocalypse? Yeah, I have it. It actually has proper information. The guy has put actual thought into it. It started as a, um, a joke and the guy is a survivalist and um, I don't think this one was written by an SAS guy or someone from Special Forces, but he was, uh, he was helped by someone. Uh, and there's actual survival information there. Like, it is a survival guide first, and then he just layered zombies on top of it. 
Is it, it like, is very basic. Yeah. Is, is it broken down into like chapters or is it like a yeah. dot by dot type thing? Broken into chapters in the way of um, shelter, um, food, you know, water, how to get these things, that kind of stuff. Um, I've also got a Kickstarter way I did back, um, which is how to kickstart the world back from nothing. So in case everything goes to hell, it's a book that has all the vital information to start agriculture and farming and all that kind of fun stuff again. Uh, oh, God, yeah. you've been listening to your dad too much. You're getting all prepper on us. A little bit. My old man's a, a minor prepper. I'm waiting for him to eventually just start digging into the side of a mountain and building a bunker. But Oh, man, can we record day, a I... podcast in there? Uh, yes, because I will definitely move into that place the second I can. I've always wanted to live underground. I don't know why. I'm a dwarf at heart. But yeah. I, even talking to him, because uh, I accidentally put him on that path. Oh, Because no. <laughs> I used to watch American Preppers and all that kind of stuff, and I loved it. And then he started doing things on the property. Um, but yeah, so I'm one of those weird people who had a bug out bag uh, built years and years ago. It's been spread out again, um, but I do need to rebuild that because I don't trust people. But yeah, it's kind of built into me now. It's weird. <laughs> oh, well. I am 100% down doing a uh, deep dive breakdown chapter by chapter of that zombie survival book. It's around somewhere. I'll have to like yeah, dig I've it got out. Yeah, co- copy here somewhere too. I'll have to find it. Why am I the only one without a copy? How do you not know it exists? Because you don't people? read books. I mean, it's not a, not that's not a book, about though. Zombies. That's not a book. That's survival. You're not nearly paranoid about the zombie invasion. It's, it's going to happen. I mean, I'm seven, Actually, I'm seven something... floors up right now. Like, I've got at least a day ahead of anyone on a, on a basement, on a ground Fair. floor. The real thing we have to discuss at some point, potentially a future podcast or something, is each of our zombie invasion plans. What will we do? I have a plan because I've had this drunken conversation with Seth multiple times, to be honest, yeah. uh, as well as other groups and shenanigans. But every nerd has a zombie invasion plan. I want to, like, hear you guys. But we'll do that yes. for another day. This That's feels like a, like a like mini, a, an a mini early episode. tease for a Halloween episode. <laughs> yeah, that, that'll be fun. It's January and we're already teasing the Halloween app. <laughs> We are definite teasers. I do, ha- I do have candy. <laughs> <laughs> you have to get it out of the van first. Damn it. Anyway, That's where the best I candy think... is. <laughs> and it's always free. <laughs> On that note, I think we need to wrap things up. <laughs> uh, I'll take uh, things that end up on the cutting room floor for 100, please, Alex. <laughs> you win. Right, Ikea. So... <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> Right, guys. Uh, thanks for, for for joining me for another episode. Catch oh, what a train wreck this was. But we got through some good shit. So, uh, what did we, have a good one. What did we talk about this podcast, though? We spoke about Temtem. We spoke about Trash TV. We spoke yeah. about zombies. Plugs. Prepping for an apocalypse. Villains. I feel like we've covered all bases. Villains into a, into we've a covered a lot of story, stuff. It's yeah. been a real meandering tangent-filled episode. <laughs> And we're living up to our name. That's the important part. Someone's no false wa- advertising here. Someone just joined during our below deck speech and they're like, this isn't a video game. <laughs> yes. No, we need a squirrel counter at this point, I think. Just every time a new thing pops up, it's just, no, it's squirrel. <laughs> uh, even our assistant uh, doesn't know what's going on for this episode. Oh, then we've done our part. 
All right, guys. See you next week. Have a good one.